right? For me, I had to figure out what my success code was. And this is where you have to pause and pay attention. You have to figure out what that code is. Some people may have a four-digit code because they learn stuff quick. They remember stuff quick. Um, their drive, their natural drive is there. My combination is like 16 digits. <laughs> I have to do a certain amount of things to get me to operate, but it took me, took me 19 years to figure this out. another episode of The Burn. I am Ben Newman, and you know every single week we are bringing you stories of somebody's burn, that deep-rooted fire that lies inside of them that ignites why and purpose, that then causes them to take the necessary action to go beat down the door of what it means to be their very best. Entrepreneurs, athletes, business professionals, people from all walks of life. And today we have my friend Brad Modrich on with us. And this is special. Here's why. Because Brad was totally upfront with me. I get a text message from him and he says, you know what? You need to have me on the bird. And here's why. Because I have a story and you, you tried to put yourself into this category of like a common man, common person type story. However, I'm not going to let you off that easy. I will say from what I've learned about you sharing growing up in Allentown, Pennsylvania, staying in Pennsylvania, staying true to your roots, but being a high school dropout, being a convicted felon, having gone through challenge and adversity, those are the things that I would say, maybe as you like to say, common, but you have been so uncommon in your pursuit of building a resume that's not a resume of a convicted felon. That's not a resume of a high school dropout. And I think what your intention was, and I'm so fired up we get to do this, and I'm glad that you reached out, is that for somebody listening who goes, I'm not an athlete, I'm not Ed Milet, I'm not Andy Frisella, I'm not a Drew Hanlon, that Brad's story is not only going to resonate with you, it's going to motivate you to go to your next level by hearing his burn, by going from what I just shared to spending 14 years in the LA fitness model as one of their top executives, understanding the world of growth from a training standpoint, personal training, which then gone on to an entrepreneurial spirit. I mean, every time I turn around on Instagram, he's investing in another business, but whether it be his med spa, whether it be the credit repair business, now coming back into training trainers to do things the right way. Brad, I couldn't be any more excited that you challenged me to do this. Uh, I know we've gotten to know each other um, through phone calls and through messaging and through coaching type opportunities. And I'm fired up for this, Brad. Welcome to the burn. Man, Ben, I, when, when I hear you say it, it sounds completely different. And I, I told you right when we got on here, this is an honor to be on, on the burn. Um, I have watched you, studied you. Um, I, I, I embrace all of your teachings. And uh, man, this is an honor, bro. So thank you. Well, I, I appreciate it. It's an honor to have you. And one of the things you sign off with, which I, I'd maybe like to start there and then tie it into your burn, you always like to say, always do the right thing. 
always. So for somebody who they'd look at your resume and say, okay, dropped out of high school, you know, convicted felon. This is a lesson you had to learn over time. So how did you learn this? What was the tough part of having to learn? Always do the right thing, always. And how has that turned into a fuel or a burn for you on your success journey? Yeah, uh, always do the right thing. That that happened while I was in prison. Um, and I'll never forget the day. Uh, I was being transferred through through the federal uh, prison bureau. And I got to this this one day. And this this was the day that literally changed my whole life, changing the way I thought, changing the way I operated. Uh, went out to go smoke a cigarette. I was in solitary confinement for quite some time. Came out, went to smoke a cigarette, and there was uh, an old man sitting on the smoking deck, old, battered up, kind of jailhouse tatted, hair looking all crazy. And uh, I went to light the cigarette, and I looked at him, and he said, is this what you're going to do for the rest of your life, kid? And, you know, where I'm at in my faith now, I know God definitely touched me and said, I'm going to shift you in a different direction because that was the day I literally, I flicked my cigarette. Uh, I used the next three years I was incarcerated to change my life and to start doing the right thing. That was the pivotal moment in my life. I'll never forget it ever. So how does that show up for you today is, you know, what I like to call that burn, that underlying fire. Do you go back to that moment often? Is it something new that you've created as your burn because of what you've been through? What would you say that that burn is for you? Yeah, my my burn is, and you know, when when we did that thirty day challenge uh, a few months back, every day I wrote down my burn. My burn definitely changed. Um, at the time, the burn was to be a better person, be a better human, and kind of contribute back to society. And, you know, after you start doing something so much for so long, it becomes natural, right? It becomes, you know, just a regular daily operating, you know, task that changed because as I started to step into the entrepreneur world, there were people that literally told me I was out of my mind for leaving a six figure year income, LA fitness took care of you. And they did. I want to note that uh, I wouldn't be where I'm at if it wasn't for, for that brand. But there were so many people, loved ones, that told me it's not going to work. They told me I was crazy for living a six-figure year income. Um, how, how could I be so silly to think that this is going to work? And my burn has turned. And I know some people use positive things for their burn. I, on the other hand, I fall back. My, my emotional default is to go to that dark place. And, and literally, show, yeah, I showed you, you know, to shove it down their throat, to shove it down anyone who doubted me, uh, anyone who said I was crazy for doing it. Um, I go to that dark place on a daily basis. And that, that's my burn. And, you know, to flip it so I go back into a positive, I think about the vision and the family and my grandchildren. And we talk about legacy. We talk about legacy and what you're doing, right? Um, and leaving a real legacy that I can like sit back and say, you know what, I did my job. And it's a combination of those two things, the, the negative deep rooted kind of fire and brimstone of just literally shoving it down everyone's throat who said I couldn't do it. Um, so let, 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 let me pause you for a second. I, I've got to say this. 
I, I, I'm sure that other people watching right now, listening, are thinking the exact same thing. When I hear you speak, when I see how sharp you are and how you come across, for you to tell me you're a convicted felon, it, it, it's almost like, what the hell are you? No, you were not. The story of you smoking a cigarette, coming out of solitary confinement, that's not true. But here's what I think is unique and I, I want to capitalize on. I think a lot of people would see what you've done. And I know you humbly sent me you know, the message. and You've done some extraordinary things. I think people get stuck, Brad. They get stuck. Like, this is my circumstance. This is what life threw at me. This is why I am where I am. And I'll never get out of this state. And so for me to experience you the way that I do, and I know everybody else is experiencing it the same way. I, I want to just kind of take a quick shift. What would you say, your opportunity to be the one to inspire the people listening right now, what would you say to that person who's literally been to private conversations and the self-talk you had with yourself, I'll never get out of this. This won't be me. And that I love that burn, you know, because mine is the positive nature of my mom. But I'll tell you, I got some of that nasty side to me. I've got some of that to me where somebody tells me I can't do something. And you want to go to a deep, dark place, like, we can go there. I don't think yeah. you want to go there with me, but we can go there. So I, I respect that from you. But what, would, what advice do you have for that person who's probably listening, saying, I'm in that place where Brad was, and I just feel like I will never get an opportunity? That, that's a great question. And, and I thought about this because I, I think one of the, the biggest things that I would tell someone who has self-doubt, limiting beliefs is you, you, number one, you got to pay attention. And I think this is one thing that, especially in, in our society right now, with social media being so relevant, um, data that's being shot at you, it, it, it does not allow people to take a minute to really think about what is possible. And, you know, I'm, I'm a firm believer, if you take a minute and just pay attention and figure out what your success code is, Right. For me, I had to figure out what my success code was. Number one, I have to work out like if I don't work out, that's part of me creating the physiological change in my body to get the, the ticker going. Right. Because when the body's good, the mind tends to follow where the body goes. And that's Amen. I feel absolutely confident that those two things can help realign your thought process. Second thing is change the conversation. Right. Change the conversation in, in, in two formats. Number one, the conversation with yourself, the self-talk, what you're feeding that RAS, what you're what you're feeding your brain in that thought is what's going to manifest. So change that conversation. Right. Um, uh, Michael, Lo not Michael Lozier, uh, uh, Robert, Robert, uh, uh, something Robert beyond positive thinking changes you to change that conversation. Those two things, mind, body start to change the conversation and then change the conversation of people who you're talking to. Mm. That was probably one of my, my biggest assets. And you got to remember, this is a kid who 
who puts his guard up, who doesn't like to talk to people, who always stood in the back of the of, of, of the room and just kind of watched everyone. Now I'm intentionally seeking relationships that help me grow. And that was hard for me to do because I didn't talk to nobody. I, 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 I wore a, a protective vest on, on my chest. I didn't let nobody in, whether it was trust issues, whether it was non-belief issues, whether it was just that negative conversation in my head. Once I changed that, Ben, I literally started to seek new information daily and I wanted to learn. And then my thought process started to change. And then I just started to see the possibilities. And once I figured out that that combination and, and, and everyone's combination is different, you know, there, there's some people that you and I know that are extremely high performers, some brothers in Arte, you know, guys that really, you know, guys that you work with. I know them. I respect the hell out of them. Their combination to their success code. And this is where you have to pause and pay attention. You have to figure out what that code is. Some people may have a four digit code because they learn stuff quick. They remember stuff quick. Um, their drive, their natural drive is there. My combination is like 16 digits. <laughs> I have to do a certain amount of things to get me to operate, but it took me, took me 19 years to figure this out. It took me a long time. This is not overnight. This is step by step from that first book that I read when I was in prison, right? It was The Alchemist. And The Alchemist got me to start to really think different. That was the first book. And then intentionally, every day, putting one foot in front of the other. And I think that's where everyone drops the ball. Yeah, it's, it's the consistency of it, right? And I always share that my definition of consistency is every damn day. I think some people think consistent is, oh, I, you know, Monday, Tuesday were great. You know, why, why do I need to do anything today? Well, if today was a workday work and... I think that's what I've seen and heard from you in your story is that it has been the consistency of continuing to show up and to do it. You mentioned something really interesting, and I think this is important. So you've talked about people believing in themselves, moving forward, regardless of circumstance. Take us to Arate, you know, because Arate yeah. was really our first exposure to, to each other. And I, I think the thing that's unique about Arate is you just mentioned, I'm the guy, I'm in the back of the room. I don't want to come forward. And you join an entrepreneur's organization with Ed Milet and Andy Frisella, like Arate, which is like the elite of the elite. How important was it for you to challenge yourself to go become part of a group where you could sharpen some iron with other people that were thinking big, giving themselves permission to grow? How critical has that been for your growth? Extremely critical. Um, and and I, I would have to say that there is a good portion of what I learned from Andy and Ed, and not only Andy and Ed, um, the the original Arte Syndicate members, guys, guys that you know, you know Nash, uh, you know Henry. There, there's a, a grocery list of these guys that have paved the way by taking action. How important was it for me? You know, in the beginning, I was a fly on the wall. Um, I didn't feel that I brought enough to the table because I was amongst these men who are actually building businesses. So again, I wasn't going to come in here like some hot shot VP that worked in the corporate environment for, you know, for years. And I knew how to do this and I knew how to do that. I ate a big piece of humble pie and I learned and I watched and I listened and I took notes. And I think that learning curve for the first two and a half years and then 
putting the pen to paper on my own goals and implementing the process, the procedures and the systems that we talked about, you know, four times a month on these calls. It was amazing in the pandemic when everything kind of started to go to crap. My wife and I put blinders on and I said, listen, we're going to run the play. We have the shirt that says run the play. We ran the play. And I can't even tell you, Ben. And and on top of it, my walk with faith. My faith started March 14th of last year, which was oh, hands I love down I love the it. biggest, biggest thing that happened last year. And I just committed. I dropped on my knees and I prayed. I said, listen, I can't do this. I got to put it in your hands. And 2020 was hands down, unquestionably the best year of our life. Until this year, we've doubled what we did last year. <laughs> it's just crazy. And I use all of those. So RTA for me was it, it was my foundation. And I, I got to I got to go one step before, because I think this is really where we definitely have a connection. It's with first form. First form is what introduced it to me. When I started, because I started following Andy back in 2015 and watching Andy and Sal and not just them two, obviously they're a force to be reckoned with, but watching how that transcended into the lead, the people who were running the Legionnaire, Aaron Summers, you know, Aaron and Cody, oh, and of course. These, these amazing men. And these are young bucks. These are young bucks, right? I'm going to be 47 this year. And I, I just watched these guys and they did the things that I respect it. I admired and just being part of them. And then when Andy and Ed got together and they said, Hey, we're going to put this group together. It was a no brainer. I immediately, uh, I immediately applied. I couldn't afford the syndicate at the time. So I was in the accelerator group. Um, and now it, it, it's been the best investment I've ever made. It's incredible. I, I love hearing that. I love how you push yourself, challenge yourself to surround yourself with these individuals that have created opportunities. I'd have to imagine that you're thinking differently these days from, you know, the med spot to the credit repair business to now your idea of what you're going to do to help trainers train the right way. You know, I, I think there's just so many interesting things that happen in the world today, whether, you know, everybody's an author, everybody's a coach. And, you know, it's frustrating sometimes because I've been doing this for over 15 years and I, I love when people come into this industry. I'm abundant. I mean, nobody's my competition. There are so many people that need to be helped, but it's the people who want to cut corners. They don't want to learn to do it the right way. So help me better understand your idea to really train trainers, right? 17 years with LA Fitness. That's a powerful brand in the industry. It, How it did is. you come up with this idea that we're going to train trainers to do things the right way? Why is that so important to you? And then here's one thing I also want to tie into this. I know one of your other principles of life is doing something for somebody every day with no expectation of anything in return. And I think that's a powerful recipe for success in life. So how does this training people the right way, but doing for others, how are you bringing that together with this next success journey for you? Yeah, um, the fitness industry, being a personal trainer, one, is how I started my whole growth. When I got out of prison, the first thing I did is I, I fell back to the training. I was a personal training, got certified as a personal trainer in prison. So number one, the, you know, we talk about the burn for this. My burn is giving back to the industry that made me. 
that fortified my steel, that sharpened my iron. This is me giving back to that industry. So how it happened, I, I love, first off, I love personal training, got into training. Um, I've seen family members just really battle with their weight. And if someone would have just inspired some of the people in my life, there could be a whole trajectory change of the Modridge family name. But, you know, so, so that's a big part of it is if someone was able to train my family to eat properly and do the right thing and was that, pe that person of inspiration in, in my family's life, God only knows where we would be right now, but we're here. Uh, so number one, giving back to the industry that, that fortified me. Number two, as I was training trainers, I've seen in the big box club, and this isn't a poke at the big box club, uh, the big box gyms, they, they didn't pay their trainers for the amount of work that they did. They're, they're, the, the, the reward, the, the pay didn't meet the work. And then on top of that, over years, I was constantly having to kick trainers out of the gym because we had a training department. Like, you can't train here. Like, we got a training team. So what's the problem, right? We, we think of, you know, how do you really make an impact? Figure out a solution to a problem. The problem right now in the industry, I feel is there's so many people that get certified over the weekend and all of a sudden they're a personal trainer because they had good genetics. I get it. That's only going to go so far. But the actual training of the mind, body, and spirit for someone who's paying you every month, it's more than just working out. It's, it's a lifestyle. And that was the type of trainer I was. Like I tried to get into your heart. I tried to get into your head and I moved your body. And I had great success as a personal trainer. So fast forward, got into the executive management, kind of got away from the training. And I just seen these, these trainers struggling out in the field. As I left LA Fitness, you know, as everything else I was doing, I always had this idea in the back of my head. It was there. It was like, man, there, there's a problem in the industry. What's the solution? How can I fix it? December 3rd of last year, got an invite out to headquarters, first form, sitting there doing cardio with Sal. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. Like I belong in a facility. Like I belong, like my arena is in the gym. That's where I thrive. That's where I'm the best. That's where my energy is the best. And on top of it, giving back. So it's just all of these things just kind of came together. The solution, you know, helping people, you know, and really helping people and going that extra mile without expecting anything in return, like doing things that really help people become better human beings. And if I can take under my wing, men and women that have a passion for fitness, that really love training in the health and uh, health and fitness industry, I will give them the skill set to be able to change more lives. So now I can create an army of me. And now that now we're creating impact because I can't do it alone. You know, I can only have so many conversations. I only have so much bandwidth in a day. So it's my giving back to that industry that made me by creating true personal training professionals. And I, I could see it in my mind. I'm going to hold it in my hand by the end of next year. And, um, it's well, Brad, let, 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 let me say this because this is inspiring hearing your story and you know what you shared about growing up in Allentown and, and, and where you've come from and what you've been through in the adversity. Thank you for not listening to your self talk. Thank you for taking the time to understand your birth. 
thank you for becoming an example for so many people listening right now that your challenge and your circumstance doesn't have to dictate your future. You know, I always talk about standard over feelings. Don't allow your feelings to dictate how you show up. You have not allowed your feelings, right? Standard doesn't care about your feelings. You have developed a standard. And I think it's incredible to now, once again, you know, you reaching out and saying, you got to interview me to tell this story. Thank you for doing that. But most importantly, I think the lesson for everybody is go chase your dreams, right? To take your experience, you decided not to stand in the back of the room, now to come to the front, joining RTA. The, the relationships that you have with the first form organization, how you want to honor those relationships because of what it's done for you to grow this training opportunity. I think it's admirable. It speaks volumes to your character and your belief in yourself. I cannot wait to watch you grow. How can our listeners stay connected to you to follow this journey, but to also become part of the journey with you? Very simple. It's just my first and last name on everything. Brad Modrich, B-R-A-D-M-O-D-R-I-C-H. Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, website. It's all simply Brad Modrich. That's it. I love it. Well, thank, thank you, brother, for coming on The Burn. I look forward to continuing to have the opportunity to sharpen iron together and be able to share lessons together and for me to be able to watch your journey, which will be an inspiration for all of us. And for those of you watching, please share this with a friend, share this episode, because I am so damn happy that Brad reached out and said, we've got to do this interview. And here's why I'm so thankful. I immediately said, yes, Brad, because I could feel your passion, feel your conviction. And people need to feel this from you because there are people waiting on the sidelines, people not taking action, people not connecting to the burn and understanding that's the fuel to ignite why and purpose to take the action every damn day. So please share this episode, comment, do what you do in the podcast world and let this message get out there to make a difference in other people's lives. Thank you for joining us for the burn and we'll look forward to seeing you next week. Thanks brother. This episode of The Burn Podcast is powered by BenNewmanCoaching.com, your number one source for increasing consistency in your life and building the mental toughness habits required to live the life of your dreams. From self-paced courses to live coaching with Ben and everything in between, head over to BenNewmanCoaching.com and join the thousands of members working to unlock their peak performance every day.